Hello and welcome to the 5Ws podcast. In this podcast, we review the best and worst movies of 2022 and look forward to things that are anticipating in 2023, hopefully. My name is AJ and I'm here with Maka. So let's get started. Who, what, where, when, why? How many ways can you lie? How many ways can you try? How many ways can you die? Who? A cast of millions with millions wasted on crap like Black Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I heard, I was reading, they spent $70 million on reshoots. What? Fucking $70 million. Dollars. That's freaking insane. What? 2022, a massive year. The year when people went back to the movies properly after COVID. But the market has definitely changed as well. Where? Everywhere. When? 2022. Thought you would remember by now. Why? Well, 2022 was a year. It was a year that stuff started to get back online after the pandemic, even though COVID is still out there, of course, and this means a lot to everybody. Okay, we're just going to go through as many films as we can in no particular order or anything like that. Some stuff we have both seen, other stuff might have just been one of us, so let's check it out. All right, so rather than saying best or worst, best or worst movie at this stage, we'll just start to go through this list I've got here of films, and <laughs> we'll just briefly talk about each one, and whether or not it's worth watching that sort of stuff. So first cab off the rank, no particular order, we've got Elvis, one of the bigger films of the year. What did you think of it? Yeah, uh, Baz Luhrmann, I'm, I'll have to admit, I'm not the biggest fan of his stuff. I don't think he's really had a hit for a while, but yeah, visually, this is amazing. I think it's like two, almost three hours, was it? Yeah. I, I I think there's pretty much two films it rolled into one here. I mean, I don't know if the, like the, the two movies sort of deal sort of sells anymore. Like it, it, it's a hard yeah. sell. I think just try and let's whack it out all in one thing. I think the only last successful one I can sort of think of is maybe is it Kill Bill? It's probably the, the yeah. I, I know that was sort of a sequel, but it was all sort yeah. of one story, yeah. which could have all been merged into one thing. But like, yeah. As for splitting it, yeah. I I, yeah. I know it's a tough call. I don't know. I think people are just getting beyond three-hour movies these days. It, it but, can no, be done. True. True. But, but I, I think just that sort of thing, especially if you want to put bums on, bums on, on seats in cinemas, and that's the other thing. Cinemas hate long movies because they yes. want to get through as many sessions in a day as possible. So something like this actually pisses off theatre yes. owners and that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd agree. Great film. Issues with length. Other than that, uh, it, it was, yeah, visually just stunning. While, while it did have that Baz Luhrmann style in a lot of ways, it, it, I, th- I thought it was good in other ways. It was just a little bit different to how he normally does stuff. So anyway, let's move on. Next, we've got Bullet Train. Da-da-da-da. <laughs> <laughs> love, love, love this. Yeah. Uh, when, when I first saw the trailer, I was kind of like, oh, what's this going to be about? And, you know, it was only like, I think Brad Pitt was sort of the only sort of main sort of draw card. But, yeah, yeah this all. Went together well, like pretty much filmed on green screen yeah. on, on a set in it was in LA or something like that. AJ, something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think it utilized some of the the Mando big TV screen background technology. Yeah, uh, for, for for the for the movement of, the, of of looking like the train was moving. Um, I, I might put this in my probably top five. I'd definitely put it into the category of probably one of the best action films of the year. Yes, you know, it, it, just just that sort of thing, and it, and it does move. At, at a real breakneck breakneck pace. Just looking at it, the budget was eighty-five to ninety million dollars, which is relatively cheap in this yeah. day and age. But that's how you do these films in such a way that you know you don't have it like Avatar 
and Black Adam, <laughs> where you have to make over a certain amount of insane amount of money um, to do well. So, yeah, great. And a great cast as well. A really, really well put together a cast, I thought, in this film. Yeah. Just, just, just a great collection of people and, and people you wouldn't think necessarily would work well together in a film, but yes. just. Yes. really no, really de- definitely go see it people go yeah. see it go see bullet train absolutely next one now i believe i might have seen this one and you haven't no i haven't i haven't i okay. don't want to <laughs> top gun maverick yeah um all right i i normally wouldn't bo- have bothered with this sort of thing but when i saw that it was um you know it's a tom cruise film whatever uh, tom cruise can do okay in some movies when i saw that this film was directed by um joseph kaczynski who directed the the second Tron film, and he also directed he also directed Oblivion with Tom Cruise in it. I thought, oh, oh. maybe it won't be too bad because I don't mind Kaczynski's style, but <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but <laughs> oh look, I, I that man. There's probably a certain type of people. Well, there there is a certain type of people <laughs> who enjoy this movie because it did really really. Big business at the box office. I think it 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 made one point four billion dollars against mm. a budget of one hundred and seventy million dollars, and it was pushed back due to COVID. It was originally going to come out a lot earlier, so that actually paid off it, for the studio. So yeah, two two years, AJ, something, was it something crazy like that. Yeah, they must have been terrified of it leaking or something like that. Mm. Yeah, it was mm. pushed back two years. I wondered why they're pushing it back, but they must have had an idea that it was going to reach an audience, not necessarily people like us, but <laughs> yeah, but it was a gamble that paid off for them big time because it's been one of the few movies to come out in, you know, COVID and uh, since COVID to make a lot of money like this. And at, at this shows there has been a shift in cinema. They pointed out a lot of art house films, a lot of drama films have not done very well since COVID people are going to mm-hmm. the movies to see action films, go figure. Um, <laughs> whatever okay let's move on so all right okay so quick appraisal of top gun see it if you want to switch your brain off for two hours and watch something dumb um, <laughs> otherwise if you want to something intelligent forget it you can talk about the next one first thor love and thunder uh the follow-up from i guess thor ragnarok uh by director taraka watiti i liked it i don't think it's as good as ragnarok but uh, there's been a lot of bitching uh, in regards to people coming out not enjoying this at all. I I, I can't see why. I mean, it's Thor's too funny. But the last movie was funny. Thor's got to be serious. I, when I, but look at the serious Thor movies. They've been bom- boring bombs. So like, ugh. okay, <laughs> okay. My what what I would suggest with this film, I, I really didn't enjoy it that much. One reason in particular, that was one of the main topics of the film, but that's that's a personal thing. But once again, that suddenly actually affects a lot of people. So for that topic to be explored in a kind of jokey movie um, is probably tough for some audiences. I, so I, I can understand that. My bigger concern with this film is the fact that I just don't think it quite knew what it wanted to be. Did it want to be the jokey? Did not want to be the melodrama? It's based on the comics where Jane, uh, Jane Foster actually did have cancer and then became female Thor. So it's it's very yeah. true to the comics. So a lot of people are complaining uh, that it's not Thor. Then well, it, it was. So like, oh, oh, yeah. I'm not doubting that. I'm not doubting that. Doubting that. I, I just think there was tonal issues. That that's just me. That's just, that 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 is my problem with it. And I, I 
I know that there were, yeah, there was a lot of MAGA types, plebs, who just like, oh, you can't have a female Thor and you can't have a female more powerful than Thor. You had a lot of that hatred as well. I don't agree with that shit. That, that, that's absolute crap. But like I say, I, I just had issues with tone and that sort of stuff. Maybe summed up in the title, Love and Thunder. I, I don't know. If people want to enjoy it more than me, fair enough. I've got no problem, no problems with that. Next, we got Moon Age Day, Daydream, a, a film exploring the life of David Bowie. It wasn't a traditional biopic in any way, mm. shape, or form. It presented a lot of footage, a lot of fairly random footage showing Bowie's life, um, a lot of experimental stuff, film work that he did himself, or films he did with other people, and that sort of stuff. It's not in any particular chronological order that much. There, there is, you know, it, it does go from start to finish, you know, up towards more later stuff. I don't know. It was really good. It was really enjoyable. There's a lot of different footage there. Me being me, I would have liked a bit more of a narrative structure attached to it, a bit, bit more of a linear sort of thing. What about you? Yeah, I, 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 I too enjoyed it uh, visually. I, I think maybe it could have been cut a bit or, or maybe yeah. it's a little bit tighter I, I just sort of some parts seem to drag on a little bit and then like yeah. so the back end was sort of like blinking you may have missed it yeah yeah <laughs> when, it, when it went to sort of the black star stuff but um yeah. i know i like to think it's still in pre-production or, or in production there's going to be a a animated version oh. uh done by his son oh. uh utilizing the animation style sort of from the spider-man uh, animated but into the universe uh, or sort oh, of um, okay. animation so yeah. we, we, we get uh, I guess the different versions of Bowie aka Ziggy Stardust Thin White Duke yeah. uh, all that it, it animated in a different style I think I think it's sort of going to be a little bit like maybe the montage of Heck or the Amy Winehouse sort of doco oh, okay. where we're yeah. going to have like you know it's going to be a little bit more true true in in it's it, 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 it sort of wanting AJ a bit more of the actual, you know, physical yeah, narrative sort of stuff, yeah. but it's going to be more visual and, and they're going to use, uh, utilize different um, animation styles. And oh, okay. yeah, his son who, Warcraft, Warcraft. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Apologies. His yeah. son who is Duncan Jones, by the way, That's it, yes. <laughs> not, not <laughs> so Zowie, to... Zowie, as he originally was, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, okay. Well, that's, I hadn't heard of that. That sounds interesting. I guess, that goes on our list of things to look forward to um, in the future, hopefully. So whenever yeah. that comes out, oh, can't wait for that. Can't wait for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we got Studio Six Six Six. I haven't seen this one, so off you go, Macca. Yeah, um, done by Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters. <sighs> Where do I go? I know AJ and I have had some issues with Foo Fighters stuff, and this is probably the last time you you actually got to hear. And maybe see Taylor Hawkins uh, yeah. doing something uh, for for yeah. the Foo Fighters and and for, you know for, for for the world, I guess. But um, yeah, it's it's a schlocky horror movie, and it was fun. Like it 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 wasn't fantastic, which is most schlocky horror movies. You know, it, it's yeah. it's you know tongue in cheek. It's just yeah, yeah. Dave was. I think it's a little bit of fun getting the guys together, and it it strikes you know, me. I, I think I've heard of bands 
some bands, especially bands like um, Ash and that sort of thing, with Foo Fighters' involvement in the past, are making these sort of like um, cheapo short, ch- cheapo films themselves. They're just making films themselves. I think they're mm. what, what they call tour bus films and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, the, the bands just trade with each other when just when they're on the road and that sort of stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised if, if the idea for this started like that. You know what I mean? So oh, for sure. I think, yeah, it, yeah, I think yeah. it's a I think it's a genre of films that the public rarely get to see because. Yeah, uh, there's yeah, there's a lot of musos out there who are actor wannabes and all that sort of stuff. So and and you know just have you know little fantasies involving the bands and all that sort of stuff. So that sort of strikes me as this is. I have watched a little bit of it. I, I will sit down eventually and watch the whole thing. It's pretty graphic violence, and I will say, unfortunately, <laughs> Mr. Hawkins, I saw his death in the movie, and that was yes. pretty full on. So yeah, so worth watching. Yeah, worth watching. Yeah, if you know, over this Christmas break period, you, you know, if you got yeah an hour or plus, you know, go go for it. Have to have okay. some fun. Cool. All right, I'm going to talk about this next film first because I, <laughs> I just want to get in first. Batman, Batman, the Batman. Um, so whenever there's a new Batman film out, you know, you approach it with that normal sort of trepidation. It's like, please yes. don't screw it up. Please don't screw it up. Please don't. And and, and they didn't screw it up. And no. um, and my greatest, and I'll, I'll just summarize this one by saying my, my greatest cinema moment in the cinema of 2022 was just sitting there with the scene where the Batmobile appeared for the first time. And yeah. it was it was deafening and the soundtrack oh, was yeah. going off. Yeah. And I was just sitting there laughing my head off with joy because it was so wonderful <laughs> to see. But but yes. overall, you know, I, I just simply summarize this film without giving away much of my plot details, Catherine. They just they got it right. And and they yes. actually got oh, it more sure. right than a lot of other acclaimed Batman stuff because he actually did yes. a shit ton of detective work. Yeah. Did some Batmaning and some detective work. Yeah. Dark Knight yeah. detective work yeah, yeah yeah no i I'm, I'm i'm going out there and this is probably my movie of the year it's possibly mine visu- yeah. yeah visually fantastic all the actors were, were fantastic in it i i think we we had our trepidation in in uh pat, pat man was, do we call him um but uh sold I mean, I, I, it's probably, I, I guess for me, I, I haven't really sort of seen him in anything. I, I, I'm sorry, I've, I've, I've refused yeah. to watch the vampire things or whatever it, whatever they were called. I, I think the first thing I've actually sort of seriously seen him in was probably Tenant, And for me, that could have been, I, I just find with a lot of sort of movies pr- prior to them sort of taking in these roles, there's kind of like auditions. And in Tenant. Yeah. I, he, he sold me as a, a oh, yeah, I don't want to yeah. say I don't want to say action star but like we, we knew he it, could do somebody the, who can do, do the action yeah yeah do the action yeah, yeah. and like it, it sort of it, it, for me it sort of goes back to seeing um Daniel Craig in layer cake uh yes. that yeah, was pretty absolutely. much the, the, the first sort of thing prior yeah. to him becoming James Bond and like for me this tenant was probably his little audition to becoming um action man Batman sort of thing so yeah, yeah. I props to yeah. patterson i very close to my movie of the year as and, well and i would say yeah absolutely yeah and and i sort of like to think that um james gunn won't be leave, will be leaving this alone <laughs> this, yeah. i mean obviously yeah. you won't have anything to do with the dcu it would be probably the um yeah. reeves verse i think aj and i yeah. have called it wait maybe yeah. in the past yeah um which which is a good thing and yeah i i but 
I think there's a delay on two, isn't there, AJ? Like that's the only yeah. sort of thing I'm worried about. I think they need to sort of come on, let's get two yeah, out get, there. Get it, get it, get it made, get it out there as soon as possible. Fingers mm. crossed, we'll just have to wait and see. Let's move on. Yeah. So the next one we got is Morbius. Did you see that one? Nope. That's nope. another one I refuse to see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Morbius is, uh, you know, starring, what's his name, as a vampire or um, Jared Leto. Jared, Jared Leto, yeah. It's just one of those projects. I haven't seen it either. It's gotten a lot of bad press. And even though I know Rotten Tomatoes is not the be all and end all, it's sitting on 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. And it made um, it made its budget, it made back, um, budget-wise, it made $167 million, which probably isn't bad for this film. Um, against, oh. So against an $83 million budget, when you're factoring factor promotion, it means it didn't make much money at all. It's just one of those projects, once again, I don't want to talk too long about something we haven't seen, but it's just one of those projects. You, you just think, why did they make it? You, you know, it's it's just one of those things. Because even watching it's, the trailer, it's like, who is this going to appeal to? I just... I just yeah, it's it's Sony u- utilising whatever yeah. they've got of the Spider-Man universe. Like, the, I think we're getting a Craven. The yeah. Hunter, um, starring Kick Ass, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, as, yeah, in, yeah, in the role of Craven, which mm. I, st- I think that's another one that they shouldn't make. But I, I think it's Sony sort of realizing where they had probably the upper, what do you call it, the the, the higher ground. Yeah, yes. <laughs> but um, now the higher, that, yeah. but but this is prior to Disney buying Fox, yeah. <laughs> and getting pretty much everything back. I think the only thing that yeah. they don't have is Spider Man, and and he's uh, was it six hundred characters? I think you said or something. Yeah, like something that. like that. Yeah, something crazy. So and and I think Sony's stuff, just but, trying oh. to make some bucks on it. And I think seriously, the only sort of Sony thing I think that they've done good is actually the Miles Morales Spider Man movies. Um, that yeah. Venom is, is Sony. They're pieces of shit. Uh, Morbius, money, I think, yeah. obviously is a, is a piece of shit and got pushed back. I don't know how how many yeah. movie slots, yeah. t- like times throughout the year it was supposed to be on. And yeah. I think Sony might, might sort of sell it back to, to Disney for at a loss. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enough about that because we got another great <laughs> classic movie to talk about. Oh. Um, Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. <sighs> God, yeah. I, I'll, I'll admit, I'm not a biggest Harry Potter fan, and I'm not as big a Harry but, Potter fan after watching this. That's for sure. It's like, well, oh. yeah, true, true. I mean, like, I, I saw the first one of this, and I'm sort of mm. went sort of. I was in my. It piqued my interest. I mean, like, yeah, I, yeah. I, had I had my issues yeah. with the Harry Potter stuff, uh, but yeah. it, it sort of just had nice little old school sort of. Yeah. Um, like was it the twenties, nineteen twenties? Was it set or something like that? Yeah, nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties. Yeah, yeah. Nineteen thirties, yeah. And sort of that was kind of cool. But then saw the second one, I was like, oh no. And then seeing the third one, um, admittedly not at the cinemas, but <laughs> but yeah, it was yeah, bad. And and I think it's pretty much gone into freezer now isn't it aj like i think so um they're so desperate they're talking about taking the stage play which is successful and making that into a movie but naturally i think that features harry potter and everybody so i don't know how they're going to do it but it sounds like this does wrap up fantastic beats which are really unfortunate because what's his name is really good oh Oh, uh eddie redmine Eddie Redmine is great great. as as new yeah that's what i mean it's just he wasn't too bad in this but everything else around him just oh yeah Uh, agreed agreed yeah yeah and even 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 jude law and um the other guy who was the bond bad guy even they weren't enough to save this so like i say i'm not going to waste any more time talking about this (laughs) but but it's definitely one to avoid 
as might be the next one. I don't know. I started this. I didn't make it too far. I got bored. The unbearable weight of massive talent. Did you sit through that one? I don't even know. That's a Nicolas Cage one. Oh, no. We're playing Nicolas Cage. Okay. I started on that. I didn't make it too far. It was just, I don't know. It, it's 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 definitely no being John Malkovich. So it was sort of like, forget this. <laughs> and I just gave up on it. I don't know. Maybe another day if I've got time to waste, but who's got time to waste these days anyway? So yeah, I'd, I'd skip the unbearable weight of massive talent. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So what did you think? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I, like I said, I, I this is probably the first after uh, Infinity war sort of stuff isn't it but the, yeah the, yes sort of to come yeah. out of all that sort of stuff yeah. and i guess we were trying to see if marvel actually you know yeah, were able to sort of survive to yeah. Yeah. With, with their big guns sort of lost and and but yeah I, I quite enjoyed this i admittedly you did have to watch well i mean i know aj hadn't seen all of one division but like one it it, it helps to have seen one division before you went yeah. and saw this yeah, but, that, that, um, that's a bit of an annoying sort of thing. I, I know it's what they're doing more and more. But when you're tied into TV shows or streaming series and people don't get a chance to watch them and you're sitting there going, I don't, that, yeah, they, they tried their best to fill in the gaps, but but you're, mm. you're still sitting there as somebody who hasn't, hasn't watched it. It's like, but, but whatever. I, I still enjoyed the movie. I, I don't quite understand what they were doing with Wanda in the film. I, 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 I just... I wasn't such a fan of that, but but there was so much going on and there was so much interesting stuff. I, I think they probably could have stretched it a bit further because they say the multiverse of madness, um, but he only really goes into one other universe, which I, I would yeah, have liked to true. have seen. I would have liked to have seen a lot more universes, but that would have made the movie a lot more difficult to follow and probably too much for the plebs. So. <laughs> and, and, and it's probably good to see Sam Raimi uh, back. Oh, yeah, in, yeah. Working, yeah. Working for Marvel, considering the way he sort of left Marvel. Yeah, yeah. With, oh, uh, yeah. Spider-Man 3, Yawn Fest. But um, yeah. yeah, I think there was yeah. a lot of studio issues back then from the sounds of things, I think. I think there was, yeah. So, yeah, but it's, so it's good to see him back with that sort of thing. So, yeah, good film, definitely worth checking out. Very enjoyable. Yeah, definitely worth seeing. Yeah. yeah. Next one we got is Prey, which is the latest version of the Predator films. This was one that wasn't released to the cinemas at all, to my knowledge. It was only released on the streaming services. Mm-hmm. So I found this to be a very enjoyable film. Surprisingly good. Once yes. again, it upset a lot of the market types with the kind of, you can't have a female doing something cool and being a bad guy sort of crap that they come out with. But I'm not going to talk about this one too long. We need to move on. So, but yeah, really good film. Good, good action film worth checking out. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 it, it blew my mind to be yeah. honest. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't expecting much from it, and it, and I sort of came out of nowhere too. They didn't sort of, yeah. there wasn't much uh, media or press release for it. But um, no, no, there yeah, wasn't. Yeah, no. and and considering yeah. the last sort of Predator movies, ugh. Yeah, I so know. So <laughs> like, but for this for this to come out and and yeah, I mean, I, I, I might have actually had this maybe in my top five. It just, I, I, I yeah. really enjoyed it. Um, is, is, what's her name? Uh, is it Thunderfoot? Is her yeah. same name or something like something that? Something like that. Yeah, she is amazing in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Props to her. I want to see her do a lot more work uh, in the future, and and hopefully there's a follow up for this as well. Yeah, there is talk of one. So fingers crossed. They certainly they certainly implied it in the closing titles as well. So that was that that was really clever the way they yes. did that. Okay, moving on to the next one. We've got Weird, which is a Weird Al Yankovic story. So this was one, I, I will admit once again, it's like it had all these ingredients. It's like, oh, it's got the potential, but it, but it also had the potential to stuff it up. Fortunately, they didn't. Fortunately, it worked really well. It's not 
I'll, you know, I don't want to give away too much. It's not really a true biopic, but it no. is so <laughs> much fun. It is just so much, yes. a tremendous yes. amount of yes. fun. So once again, I, I don't want to give away anything of that just to spoil that for anybody. <laughs> but, but definitely, even if you're not a Weird Al fan, go and check it out. It, it's, it's definitely worth having a look at. Great film. One of the funniest films of the year. And if anything, that's something we've been really lacking is comedies and that sort of stuff. So mm. worth checking out. Okay. Ghostbusters Afterlife, tell us about. Yes, after the, I guess, failure of the female Ghostbusters movie, this one sort of took me by surprise. Um, wasn't expecting this one to work, and basically it sort of rehashed, uh, I guess, the the old school uh, cast and crew of Ghostbusters with Murray and and Spengler and all those sort of guys. Yeah, but, uh, we we got the granddaughter uh, of Spengler. Uh, be, I guess becoming the brains of, of the operation for Ghostbusters. And oh, okay. It, it oh, you haven't seen it? I haven't seen it. No, no. Oh, I, sorry. I, okay. I, yeah. I just haven't had the chance to watch it, unfortunately. It, I so, mean, yeah. it's not uber fantastic, but I guess it came out at the right time. It sort of got to, you know, you got to reflect on on the past movies. Um, we, we had a couple of cameos by the, the I guess, the, the remaining cast who are still alive, you know. And, yeah. Well, spoilers. There's a there's a ghost version of, of a certain cast member who's I, passed I on. I've heard about that. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's good. Paul Rudd's in it. Um, I pretty much like Paul Rudd in anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think there's going to be a sequel to this, which I'm not sure it sort of really needs. But um. Yeah, but they're thinking franchise. French. I know they're thinking franchise. I I actually enjoyed the female version uh, of the previous movie. I I, I think yeah. it, it was quite funny. It's just. Oh, another another one of those. Oh, we can't have women doing the role, the you know the men roles. Yeah. Blah blah yeah. blah. It's like, yeah. oh, jeez, you know. Yeah. Okay. So next we've got the Eternals. <laughs> <laughs> the, this okay. So if Black Adam was DC stuff up of the year, the Eternals was Marvel's stuff up of the year. Yeah. Now this this was a film once again. I couldn't see any real justification for its existence. I don't think the studio could see any justification for its existence. They put it in the hands of somebody who hadn't obviously hadn't worked on a movie of this scale before, and it shows. And oh my god, just so much money was wasted on this on something that at times showed glimpses of potential, but that was all it had. Yeah, yeah. It's I think AJ and I have mentioned in the past where where can Marvel go when you know Iron Man's done, Captain America, yeah. uh, Chris Evans version is done. What have we got left in the in our um, bag of goodies? Uh, yeah. The Eternals, which is kind of like a, a version of the X Men, because we didn't. I don't think we had the X Men back in under the um, Disney yeah. umbrella at that stage. Yeah, let's attempt and do something with with these sort yeah. of characters with powers. Yeah, yeah, it it yeah. sort of fell flat, unfortunately. Um, just just to just to yeah, you got anything else on this? No, nah, no, nah, go on. Okay, I'm just gonna say it's a real pity that they left this movie and um, with so many um, plot lines still floating in the air, I think they, sh mm. they should have wrapped everything up properly because I would say the chances of all this stuff getting wrapped up that they've left the loose threads for not happening. So, uh, and that, that's, that should be a lesson or even the likes of Marvel. It's like, you can never bank on something being good enough to get a sequel. I don't think this is going to get a sequel. Maybe black Knight or a few other things will be picked up into other things. I don't know, but this yeah a pretty much a waste of time um we'll quickly do the king's man i haven't seen that so you've seen that yeah i've seen that 
I actually enjoyed this. I don't, I think this one actually got pushed due to COVID. It's, it's time so. slot yeah. sort of got, got pushed back a couple of times. And unfortunately I don't think it did um, the business that they wanted. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Ray, as it Ray finds as the, as the lead was, uh, yeah. he's amazing. Um, I, the old Voldemort dude. Um, yeah. 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 It, <laughs> it, it's enjoyable. I mean, it, it's worth seeing like, seriously, it, it's it, it visually it's, 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 it's really good. Um, I, I guess I sort of like that sort of spy stuff and, and, and it's sort of good to see sort of like the, the creation of the Kingsman. Um, okay. Licorice pizza, a really good film, really, really enjoyable, enjoyable film. Did you like it? Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. it. I think towards the end, it got a little bit lost uh, where it wanted to go. Yeah. Didn't quite um, know how to wrap it up. Yeah. Didn't yeah. know how to quite wrap it up, but like massive props uh, to Phil, Philip Seymour Hoffman's. Okay. Um, so this son. is the Paul Thomas, Paul Thomas Anderson movie um cooper hoffman um philip seymour hoffman's son really yeah. really good in that um yeah. alana haim really yeah, really good fantastic in too she I was fantastic my well. only slight gripe there is you can tell she's a little bit older than the character she's supposed to be playing in it <laughs> um actually no she's supposed to be 25 whatever so mm. but now she was really good in it sean penn small role really good a, a lot of um, smaller cameos cameos and that sort of thing yeah it just probably needed just a little bit of tidying up at the end to get it where it wanted to be, but uh, and and since it was a drama, it didn't do as well as I think the filmmakers would have liked it to, and that sort of stuff. Just the way these things are going these days, like I say, the, the, these are the sorts of films that might have once done okay, but post COVID, people aren't plowing into the cinemas to see films like this, unfortunately. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. definitely worth watching, definitely worth checking out. So you know, highly recommend it. So go check that that one out. Sure. Um, everything, everywhere at once. Another sort of left field movie. I guess it's, it was more of the indie version of um, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness because um, we had different versions of um, Michelle Yao. She's fantastic in this. And Short Round uh, as her um, husband, he's fantastic in this, um, playing a, a sort of a variant of himself um, in, in a couple of, 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 of universes, I guess you could say. And yeah, a, a ni nice little indie thing that actually did some business. Yeah. Would you say it's science fiction? Yeah, I'd, I'd put it in science fiction. I mean, because yeah. it, like, it, it had sort of multiverse sort of science sort of to it. So, I, I, yeah, I, it's yeah. quite enjoyable. Okay, yeah. This is pretty high on my list of movies that I want to see, but I just haven't had the chance to do so. Now, I was going to watch it last week at work, put a bloody... Put the fuck me up there. So um, okay, I, I, actually, I'll tell you what. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up with Black Adam. So <laughs> <laughs> Black Adam. Oh, okay. I've seen worse movies than this, but I it to me it's it's just it was just really strange to see such a large part of DC and their intellectual properties just being so ineptly handled. Yeah, I, I mean. I know we haven't got long to go, but I, like listen to our podcast in regards to it. That that will sort of oh, yeah, true. We'll, we'll tell we'll tell you more on it. But okay, but yeah, it's, yeah. It, it was probably my worst movie for year. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> what about Clerks Three? How was that? No, I, I enjoy Clerks Three. It, it at first you're sort of going, "What? Where are they going to go with this?" But it 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 it, it made you reminisce on, on in regards to the, the, the original Clerks. Uh, basically, it, it's kind of repeated uh kind of what what clerk what happened in clerks but um i guess the characters are, are now like aj's and myself's age you know we're all 50 yeah. or you know almost cracking 50 or just over 50 and seeing how those characters are now living at that age um yeah i actually enjoyed it i mean 
I don't know how well it actually is done. Um, I, I, yeah, I, it's a, it's a, it's a go see it. Like it, it's definitely yeah. worth seeing. Yeah. Okay. Wrapping up there. So thanks for listening, everybody. It's not not an exhaustive list, but we just thought we'd talk about some of the films that you know have interested us or have not interested us over the last twelve months. So go out and you know, hopefully we'll give you some ideas of what's worth going and checking out, and maybe also some idea of what's worth avoiding. So, <laughs> so thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll catch you at the next podcast. Yeah, catch you in the next one. <laughs> Sorry, <Okay>. fuck. <laughs> fine, it's fine. Editing will save us. Hang on, I just gotta say. <laughs>